our daily gun show coming to you live every weeknight at midnight eastern it's 9 p.m pacific we talk about guns for an hour and uh it's our 600 episodes so that's kind of cool we're gonna just kind of wing it tonight we got a bunch of people joining us we got bob back from canada thanks for joining hey glad to be here uh we don't have any other hosts here so we've had hosts in the past so let's see who is our first host after me and bob started this whole thing was it dano or z i think it was dano then Z, or did it go the other way around? Somebody will have to tell us. We had Dano and Z for a long time. I thought it was Z. I thought it was Island Z. I think it was Z first, and then Dano joined. Okay, and then it was just the three of us, me and Bob and Dano for a bit, and then Jimmy joined in, and then Angelina, and uh, oh, we got Smeggy in there somewhere too. So yeah, uh, Smeggy jumped in for a bit. So it's uh, been obviously. Uh, evolving show and a uh the format i don't even think there's a way to count how many times we've messed with the format and we've changed the time slot we were talking about that a little earlier but uh 600 episodes i think we ended well for a long time we could say we only missed like two or three in that whole thing and then uh maybe last year or so with the funding and stuff it's been a little tougher but maybe we've a lot you know maybe last a month out of all of that somewhere uh altogether but um you know appreciate everybody that stuck with us all the time a couple people can say a couple of people. One dude. Runs out of all of that somewhere. Yeah, I was ruining our show over here. Um, Home of the Brave said he saw number one. So we've had somebody who's seen the first show, except for me and Bob. I don't know who else might be able to say that. Let us know. And then uh, you're all watching the 600 show. So we have other people joining us. Uh, Clover, thanks for jumping in from Texas. Thanks, G. Good to be here. Congrats on uh, 600. And we did this, we planned it 600 episodes ago to happen on your one-year anniversary, so it worked out pretty good. <laughs> you didn't realize that, did you, Clover? There's a lot going on. There's layers. We're playing 4D internet uh, gun content creation. Well, I thought it was you were playing like 16D shoots and ladders. That's what it was. <laughs> it's all shoots from here. It's all. I mean, it's all ladders. Whatever the hell, it's all going forward from here. Died Horse was jumping in from Utah. Thanks for joining us. Howdy. Along with uh, Gary, been one of the consistent co-hosts lately. Thanks for that. And we'll jump ghost and go to Gary just because you have been on the show a lot lately. Thanks for jumping in again tonight. Thanks for the invite and congrats. Now we'll go back to ghost, which, wait a minute, that's alphabetical anyway. So now we're down to ghost. Thanks for jumping in tonight. Thanks for having me. Congrats. As far as my quote of the night, just in honor of the 600 is the chairs against the wall. That's a good one. Uh, Night Strike? Shut up, be infringed! 
And thanks for the invite, and congratulations on the 600 episode. You bet. And then Russ jumping in from Tucson. So we have two people from Arizona. Hey, thanks for the invite. Appreciate it. You bet. Thanks for the dog. And then we got Pink jumping in from Ohio. Who doesn't know he's in here yet, but he's in here. All right, well, we'll go ahead, I guess. So it's a 600 episode. I think I've met everybody. I was just thinking about who I've met everybody here in real life except for Dead Horse. So except for Dead Horse, no, everyone's not a robot. Mm. I don't know. Bob's met Dead Horse. I met Dead Horse. I, he's, I, I vouch for him. He's real. All right, well, there we go. And we know Charlie would have barked at him if he was a Terminator robot. So Charlie didn't bark at him. He liked him. Everybody can rest easy. No robots tonight. Yeah. Although, I must say, if this is a 600 show, doesn't that make us twice as good as a 300? Oh, fuck yeah. We're so much better than all the other shows out there. But, you know, because of the way we run our show, we allow all these other shows to happen. I think we're pretty good about that. We stick our show way in the middle of the night, and we suck really bad so that, you know, we don't steal all their audiences right away. I'm just saying, like, we're better than Spartans. Oh, than that movie? Or just in the, the story in general? Well, just, you know, the story of the 300, we've now done 600. That makes us twice as good. We do it without a sword, too. Or you can slack off twice as much, Bob. Well, that's true, too. Thanks right. for the invite. I finally got my speaker or mic going, so thanks for the invite. You bet. Thanks for jumping in. So uh, I don't know if we filled the room now. Two, four, six, eight. There's still a seat, so uh, one of the hosts, actual hosts, might uh jump in tonight since wait wait, wait a minute wait, wait. i'm not an actual host i mean i oh. was a host. no i'm saying one of the actual hosts oh got ones that are the the live hosts you mean right not so um, anyway all i'm saying is i don't know what's going on with angelina she rarely jumps in on friday so smuggy is up traveling and uh i don't know what's going on with z probably didn't realize it's her show and dan of course working so uh Anyway, that's enough about that. What are we going to do for the show today? It's Friday, so we usually talk about uh, industry tech. I should say the letter N. Also the letter N. Uh, Hosh just jumped in from California. Thanks for jumping in. It's our 600th show. Hosh Nazi. And Bob's here. Hey, man. Oh, love this shirt. You must, you must get lots of friendly smiles at the bar. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, that, How's that, it going, everybody? <laughs> What's up, Hosh? Hey, Hosh. I should probably be putting this on Instagram, huh? So for 600 episodes, we started this thing 600 episodes ago to uh, really create a... We wanted to just be DJs. We wanted to create a platform because we knew how to put stuff on, Insta on uh, iTunes. Uh, and I had already had iTunes going for my own show. I would call it I Hate Guns back then. And uh, then we had uh, Yankee Show on iTunes. We had Matt's on iTunes. We were putting Tech Daddies on iTunes. We had Haas on iTunes. Um, Tech Girl Lola. So a lot of people that were doing cool stuff back in the day, uh, we were helping them by putting their stuff on iTunes. And then, um, uh, so... That was great, but there was people on, on gun channels that were either having live shows or just not doing like you know uh, podcast type of stuff. But we thought it'd be cool to have 
a place that they could put stuff. Did I just mute myself for that whole thing? No, you're still going. So um, we wanted to have a platform or a, a show, I guess, where people could throw in like 20 minute segments and then me and Bob would do an hour and we would just say like, here's something for 20 minutes. And then we'd sit there, smoke a cigarette and watch this video and then say, hey, that was great. Here's the next one. And we wanted to uh, encourage people to make content for this collaborative show that we were going to call The Daily Gun Show. And I think we ever got one thing ever. <laughs> so that didn't work. But uh, we ended up just kind of chatting. I don't even remember what the first format was anymore. But that was the original goal. And uh, I think over the years we've evolved. I think the one thing that we have kept in there, though, is the concept of interactivity and the uh, uh, playing around with this new media and trying to use more than just the comments. So we had things like the tactical quiz. We do the, the hashtag uh, playing around on Instagram, uh, trying to do the um, Monday behind the scenes type of stuff. And I think just in general, keeping the show off of the headlines, not reacting to the agenda-based bait news items that are dropped out there intentionally with the agenda and a strategy for us to continue to go after while we're not paying attention to the other things are honestly not just relieving from, from the stress. I think a lot of those things uh, are set up to keep us uh, you know, concerned and keep us... Uh, uh, frightened that what's the next thing they're going to do, right? So uh, sometimes I think there's some value to having just some time to stress, right? Have some fun. Anyway, I'm going to quit talking. So uh, again, thanks everybody for uh, sticking with us through all the evolution and what. And uh, I don't know, what are we going to do tonight? Uh, I think it'd be kind of cool if you've got access to the very first Daily Gun Show to show a little clip of it or something. It's interesting. Mm. Oh, we don't. There's the first Daily Gun Show would have been on the gun website channel all those all those videos are shut down so they don't exist but it was also i called i hate guns so i bought i hate guns.com i think back in like 2005 or 6 because no one owned it yet and i didn't want some anti to own i hate guns.com right so i bought i hate guns.com and i didn't do anything with it for years and then when we i started thinking about doing a live show or taking the recordings of a, a consistent live show and putting them on itunes i guess that was I don't remember anymore, 2014 or something. Um, I, th I, I decided to start calling my podcast, the I Hate Guns podcast. And then that way I figured if anybody on iTunes said, oh, what's this all about? I hate guns too. Then they'd watch my show, watch me and Bob be weird, and then go, oh, these gun guys are normal or else they're weird or I'm not afraid of them anymore. But um, I don't know if that worked or not. I think more people thought we were dumb for doing it that way. So we eventually switched it. And once Bob was kind of doing it on the regular, we switched it to daily gun show because i think guns was probably bad branding uh so anyway there's probably what 65 shows or something that are called i hate guns so we did it for quite a while actually under that name and did we ever call it i hate guns when you were on bob Do you know oh yeah yeah i mean i think kind of that's when i started is when it was still i hate guns so i can remember having uh it's maybe every third show i would talk about that just so that anybody was concerned why it was called i hate guns yeah, we uh, that that was quite common. Yeah, that because uh, we used to get questions, you know, like why do you call it "I Hate Guns" and you, all you do is talk about guns? How cool they are! Because you, you just like them so much, you gotta hate them, right? It's just you have to. So we don't have the the first show. We might have the first show on the Daily Gun Show channel, and I don't know when that was. Probably when Dano was 
a regular host at the beginning of Dano being a regular host, maybe when Jimmy was first starting the early watch. Oh no, it was it was before Jimmy. Uh, it was I I might even been before Dano. I don't know. We've been doing it so long. Like honest to God, I'm I hardly remember the first shows. Well, the first shows were probably when you were down here, right? When you one of the years when you came down here. Oh, that's when we started. Yeah, that was not last year, but the year before. We started it when I was down there, and then we kept doing it when I came back to Canada, and then we kept doing it when I came back down. Yeah. yeah. We did a shot show that one year. That was second year as a shot. Yeah, the second year as a shot show. I probably should have gone in and cleaned up the website or at least spruced it up a little bit. But yeah, that's one of the aspects of the show I guess we could talk about is all the places we've been. Between me driving around and Bob driving around. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, we've been to a couple of places and done the show live from there. It looks like we started on this channel, the Daily Gun Show channel on YouTube, on uh, eight months ago. And that was episode 419. And I'm guessing that that had something to do with getting strikes and losing live stream on no it wasn't it was we had no we had no issues with live stream eight months ago oh no no i did eight months ago yeah that's when i lost uh live stream on gun websites and we didn't know where to put it we started to have we really had to put it over here so i think we were doing it on the gun websites one just to get it in front of the hundred and sixty thousand subs or whatever yes because uh like when we first went to the day the gun show it was like we couldn't get um, there was something we couldn't do because we didn't have enough subs on it. Right, we couldn't uh, embed it over on, on. Right, we couldn't embed it anywhere because of YouTube. And then once we got to, mon we were able to put monetization on it, and that was a whole effort in itself. So it's definitely uh, it, the evolution of our show, at least over this amount of time, has been in. I don't know what to call it. Like you know, in 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 spite of YouTube's weirdness and, and screwing with us so it didn't make it easy to get a, a new show and, and that you could embed and now it's impossible you could not we did this just at the last minute before they shut the doors on allowing a channel to just start become monetized and start embedding a live stream because you had an account that could do that because now if i start a new uh, you know youtube channel even though i've got established other youtube stuff it'll start empty and I'll have to get to that thousand subs and meet all those thresholds before I can embed. Right. Yep. Yeah. So it's been uh, like I say, a bit of an effort and we'll, hopefully we've been sharing that along the way on the Mondays we talk about behind the scenes. Um, never as consistent as I'd like, but thanks to Clover it's his first anniversary over on gun channels. I've been doing it well a year, I guess was, you know, to the day and uh, with your uh, inspiration to, you know, to uh, share uh, the tech stuff outside of it. Um, you know, we've been including that in the show uh, consistently because that's what our goal is, is to go out there and, and explore stuff. We've got the time to do it and, uh, you know, the momentum. And if we can help uh, figure out some things so that somebody come along who doesn't have hours in a day to do it, doesn't have any funds at all, you know, we're doing it with low funds, so we should be able to find cheap ways to do things. Uh, and that's one of our goals is to, uh, you know, help people out with, you uh, at least testing some things and offering advice when something works. Yeah, uh, definitely. I'm going to, I'm screen sharing still, right? I'm going to go over to the text chats over here and see what's happening. And then uh, I guess I'll put out a couple of questions. Like I was saying before, we've, we've broadcast from some neat places. Where's people watching tonight? Where have, 
you enjoyed us broadcasting from. Yeah, that's interesting because I mean we did we did a couple of shows from uh, the Pima Air Museum. Oh yeah, walking around in there. Yeah, well we did one show because it was raining. We were underneath the B thirty six to stay oh, yeah. dry. <laughs> mm -hmm. Which is giant. Oh, what am I doing here? Oh yeah, it's it's one of the biggest uh, combat aircraft ever built in the world, right? It's got like six giant. Um, uh, radial engines, and then four turbojets. I mean, it was an amazing aircraft. Is that the one with the rear-facing motors? The rear-facing yeah. propeller? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, those things are huge. Oh, yeah, it, it's a monster. That's the one they actually tried to... Uh, they tested with a nuclear reactor to see if they could build a nuclear-powered airplane. Uh, they actually, would never have to land. Yeah, but they actually ran a nuclear reactor in the back of the airplane. Um, not powering, not powering anything, of course, just to see if they could. But the radioactivity was so, I mean, just to try shield a reactor in an airplane, because, you know, airplanes got to be light, reactor heavy. Oh, the turbulence didn't matter. I mean, it, <laughs> we're talking a gigantic airplane. And, yeah, they built airplanes right back in those days. Do you have so, a, a campfire going on in the background, Bob? No. There's like a crackling I'm picking up. I just it sounds like you're got little you're around the campfire right now talking to us about yeah. days of yore. Yeah, sounds good. How do you say in uh when we've been broadcasting from people's houses? So we've broadcasted from Edge's yeah. house now. We've we've done the show from Josh's yeah. house, I think, out front. Yeah. Oh, and we did it from the room. Oh wait, that was your show we did. We we did a van show, or no? We did daily gun shows from the van in front of my house. Yep. I feel like we did a daily gun show long, like two or three years ago, from my living room, or something like that. With Smeggy, what did we? We could have. Yes. Yeah, I yeah. think there was, there was one where you guys were in uh, Hosh's living room. Yeah. I think now, we did. Now, whether that was a show or whether it was a chat, I'm not. Is that the oh, time Smeggy spent the night at your house, Tosh? Say again. Was that the night that uh, Sm the time that Smeggy crashed from your couch? Yeah. Oh, did you get a new couch? Uh, we subsequently did get a new couch, but I don't think it was because well, of Smeggy. <laughs> Not necessarily related. I remember the D the DGS when you were in New Mexico at the Red Dawn site. That was a pretty cool one. Yeah. Yeah, those are fun. I think we've done it a couple of times from Red Dawn places. We did it once from that uh, Copper Star, just north of Phoenix, where you can shoot the Red Dawn or uh, Red uh, RPK from Red Dawn. Yes, you. Uh, yeah, you did the thing where you dumped a magazine off that RPK and on live on a show. Yep, uh, live at Doctor No's place with all the pups. I think did Z ever go live from there? I know I did once when I was there, but uh, I, don't, I don't think Z ever did. But uh, then Marcos, yep, we've gone live from Marcos and my garage. Went live from Pink's. Yep, from the garage. Yeah, I remember. Uh, that. You went live from uh, J.M. Davis in the van last November. 
Oh yeah, I've gone live at JM a couple of times now. Um, did we go live from the silo that night, Ghost? Or that? Yeah. No, we didn't. No, because we couldn't get any signal. Remember? Okay. So that would have been a good one. I don't know if I live from a silo the, in the morning that day, but it wasn't really a daily gun show. Or maybe it was if we were doing it in the daytime then. But I remember the the one that you were at the. Uh, um, oh, what's his name? The guy in Colorado, the Dragon Man. Yeah, Dragon Man. Where he's out. And you went live, and you're and you're like getting mad at the the, the Brazilians or whatever because they were they were talking so much or whatever it was. Oh no, it was awesome. The way it was just it was at the end of the the big road trip, and of course the fucker in Vegas basically pulled all attention about everything to negative, right? And the media went crazy exploiting it. And of course, let's not forget that nothing has publicly been said about what was used in that room and how many people are in there, yet they're already passing legislation in more than one spot. The reason we do this show is to remind people of shit like that. That's the real deal. But uh, yeah, that happened. And uh, so when I showed up there, he was having an interview with some freaking media company out of Brazil or CNN out of Brazil or you know some kind of a news thing like that had fancy cameras and what. And then some, I guess, friendly gun-friendly local news was out there and they kind of piggybacked uh, their coverage and I asked if it was okay if I just stuck around and took care of my, did my filming too so that's why he brought out like the, the uh, flamethrower and I got footage of that and then uh, he had a couple uh, like an M16 along with the bump fire stock to you know show the differences and the similarities but then we got a tour of the museum which was on it not on a sunday so that was would have not have been an issue or it would not have been a possibility probably uh, or it have been a lot bigger favor to ask the guy right except that he was already going to be doing it so that was super cool but yeah that was i think i was live the whole time i guess we probably count that as daily gun show even if it wasn't right on the right time and a dsg from the uh, air force museum in dayton yeah. that was an interesting one with the yeah, we had a flyover. Air Force did nice. a flyover for us. Did you mention the Browning Museum? Yeah, Bob at the Browning Museum. That was freaking epic. Who remembers the narration tour? What is it? I guess you call him a docent or whatever. The the person who volunteers at the museum. Yeah. Uh, Edwards and Bob were there, and you guys asked them to walk us through, and they walked us through. It was freaking awesome. It was live. Very neat. Yeah, and the, and the guy told us like any question like you guys would ask a question and he'd go oh yeah yeah he'd tell you all about it and it was like fucking hey yeah it was pretty pretty cool and then uh you did the one outside uh the atf where they keep all the records for the uh 1404s or whatever you call them yeah that was 73s i really like that one yeah I've wanted yeah. to visit there since 2012, so yeah, that was a pretty good one. And we don't have gun registration. We just have all the records. Seriously, in those, they have them physically. Um, but that thing isn't easy to get to. It's actually a pain in the butt because if you're going east to west, you wouldn't normally take that little back road. You'd be on a bigger highway, so it actually took quite a while to get down there. And um, Whenever you're doing stuff, stupid GPS in the middle of West Virginia, I guess that is, uh, or the edge of West Virginia, um, you know, it doesn't know if there's necessarily, well, I guess it can know if there's an accident. But anyway, it got me there right on time for the show, or maybe like six minutes late if I remember. So it's kind of neat that, uh, you know, some of these times, you know, I was able to get to the show. It was almost like, uh, you know, it just worked out more than once. 
while we were traveling. It was pretty cool. Did we go live from that thing in Illinois, that bullpup shoot, or did I just go live separately? Uh, I think you went live afterwards. Yeah, I don't remember you being live at the bullpup shoot. Do we have against street sweepers? I don't think anything. Uh, I guess we did a, the. Did we do the show at Angelina's house? They're saying the van with Angelina. So I, yeah, I think we did do the show in front of her house one time. That's right. I remember you guys doing the show in front of Angelina's house, both crowded in the sweaty van. That sounded weird. Bob, <laughs> that's that's awful. The van chat is called "They Hate Guns" in the side chat. Oh yeah, so um, yeah, that's uh, I hate guns. One when we changed it over. Yeah. Oh, was that the van chat, not the gun chat? I don't know. NRA with Marco. Oh, I don't remember doing an N. Well, you might have done an NRA with Marco. I never did NRA with Marco. So did Marco come live? Marco might have come on the show from NRA. Oh yeah, I think it was Pink. Wasn't it Pink that went live from NRA? Wasn't it you, Pink, with and with Marco too? Well, I thought that was a Pink thing. No, I think it would have been Pink because Marco would have probably blown us off and gone and done his thing, especially that in those years. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> he'd been too busy taking pictures. <laughs> Quote unquote, taking pictures. I'm trying to find out which pair of shoes to wear the next day. Yeah, what color? Networking. That's a better way of saying it. Networking with my quote signs up. So, um, Patriot in the Dark saying on the freeway in California with sunset. Yeah, that's pretty cool. On the Malibu Beach there, doing my taxes. Yeah, that would. I like that. I mean, especially we was trying to get pictures of the uh, bird flying. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah, because I did that one from inside that night. Uh, let's see. So I found a couple of places I'd like to do the show from. I have to think about that. Um, Bob, you've been driven around, driving around a lot. Where would you say an ideal place to do the show from? I think I'd like to do it from the Cody Wyoming Museum. Still haven't been there. Um, we've done it from J.M. Davis. I'd like to go live during the um, tour. Did any of us actually go live during the tour at J.M. Davis? I don't, I don't think so. so. So maybe next time let's go live. I don't know why we didn't. That seems. I, I know we did go live. I think Clover, Clover, and a few others went live when we were oh, sitting. Oh in well, I was to say during the tour, you know why? Because none of our phones will go live and record. And I think we right. all wanted a recording, right? And then that way everybody just got screwed on the live stuff. But next time, I won't make that mistake. There was definitely no need for me to record any of that. You guys all have way better cameras, and you had you know together had every single centimeter in every single second of his speech right so we did go live in the couch area though shame davis no i hear you but i'm saying uh next time we go we'll uh go live during the tour just so then you know, right, people right. Can watch you. all right so um the rattlesnake part of a live show did i do that i didn't find that during the live show i think i just talked about it at the end no i couldn't have done that during are we talking about the rattlesnake in uh new mexico or was there another rattlesnake I think the one, the one you ran over. 
Oh, I didn't run that over. I found that snake. But um, I know there wasn't a live show because I didn't have signal out there. I might have talked about it or pulled it out at a live show later in the day or something, I guess. Oh, no, I did. Yeah, I pulled it out uh, later on before I skinned it. Showed everybody, yeah, before you skinned it, yeah. It was a good size snake. Uh, they're saying Bannerman. We went to Bannerman on Sunday, though, so that's going to be tough. We're going to have to next time. I did. I don't know if I had signal on the island, and I don't know if I why I don't remember that. Um, again, I think it's because I was trying to record. So I think I think if I'm down the road again ever, I need another phone. Right? I need a phone to be able to go live on, and a phone that I can record on, so I don't have to make that either or decision. But, um, yeah, I think it would be cool to do it from the castle, for darn sure. We'll just make a special edition, because I don't think we'll get to the island on a daytime. Yeah, you need an intern. Uh, I can do a show from a Titan, the the, the silo. It's not going to work inside, of course, but um, we can... I'm sure they wouldn't care if I go live up in the top, and we can uh, poke around and go into the museum and stuff. Uh, Hosh might find that one neat, because the Titan 2 missile museum right it's basically intact so the missiles are in their nine-story silo and yeah. there's the um like three hardened antennas that would pop up after a nuclear strike or whatever but then there's one i don't know what you call it looks like a giant christmas tree yeah the di uh the uh discone yeah so we talked about that yeah, we've talked about it before. It's, it exists, and it's in good shape. And as with a ham, you can go up with a ham radio license. You can go up and sign into it, basically, and use it. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to try to go out there sometime and go and maybe do some kind of team up with uh, the uh, ham, ham or the uh, ham people. No. Yeah. So I, I, I mentioned that to a lot of ham since I heard you mention it. And it's like a thing. A lot of people like do a little pilgrimage out there to work ham radio off that thing. It's still that. totally capable and they can get all over the, the country with it, if not outside the country. That's, that's yeah, I was, I was gonna... designed to reach far, right? That's that kind of antenna to reach far. Yeah. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, how far can that thing reach? I, can, I don't know its elevation and its height, but depending on propagation, there's no reason why it can't do super long haul to other countries even. there's there's. It was probably to get to NORAD or something, Colorado? Probably. Or probably. maybe then, you know, some sort of a relay that they had set up. Intercontinental would be easy with that thing. No problem. Uh, the castle is in New York. It's on... Um... The Hudson River, it's an island on the Hudson River, just north of um, West Point. So I think he said 45 minutes train ride north of the city. Um, well, that's definitely a lot of places. Uh, we haven't had much guests. That's one of my... I oh, appreciate that. Somebody just bought something, I think. So uh, it's, it's Free Patch Friday, and it happened during the live show. So that 20 bucks is going to get you a lot of stuff. Do appreciate that. Every Seriously, every little bit helps. We're going to lose another 40 bucks on Patreon this month. Frustrating. But um, anyway, um, one of the things I think is a failing over the 600 shows is the guests. I see some people, you know, that just wail on guests. that do guests every day or something. I don't think I could handle that. I'm not interested in doing that. But I definitely would like to uh, work this show with the Every Second Matters effort and have um, uh, 
you know, the, the Second Amendment advocates on, the researchers, the, the people that have created the organizations that we all are familiar with, and uh, ask them the kind of questions that aren't like, you know, what are we doing next, or why do you need money, or whatever. I want to ask them where they started these organizations and that kind of thing. Um, and then, um, I don't know, just some other interesting people that I've known or that I think would be interesting, which uh, probably aren't the typical uh, guests on shows. But anyway, I have never been able to uh, to do that part of it. It's just uh, too many oars in the water, I guess, trying to keep the things going. But that's one of our things I guess you can look forward to. So even though we might be at 600 episodes, we're not over. Lots of things going or uh, planned still. Lots of, uh, I got a whole whiteboard of stuff here that I just keep putting on the pile so that once we've done some project, we got others to, back, you know, to do next. Well, I think that one thing to to look at is get more guests on, and I I think it really comes down to just going out and asking, right? A, a lot of people, you know, nothing to do with asking. We can guests are easy to to get on a show. It's amount. Uh, it's a getting a emails sent out to them, and then being available when they're available. I mean, I wish I had time, you know, to do what I want. But if somebody calls me and says, "Hey, I," And give you 50 bucks if you can drive this over here in my van, in your van. Then guess what I'm doing? I'm stopping everything and I'm driving over there to try to get 50 bucks, drive something around in a van, or uh, you know, selling stuff on eBay and stuff. I, I got you know, there's just too many little things going on to be able to uh, to plan that out and be available and, and be a good host to a guest. Uh, some of that is you know, just the, the back end of it, and it's just us so. Well, you know what it's like. So anyway, no, it's not the trying to get a guest on. It's trying to get the show to a point where uh, handle the guest or the, the back end of that. Uh, CW is asking, did Dead Horse ever finish the reading the history of the 556? I think he was a good three quarters of the way through it or maybe almost. And then uh, he got sick, but then you got the reloading stuff. So that's a good question. When is... The, the fans want to know when we're finishing this 556 saga. Yeah, this week, along with uh, some reloading stuff, too. And I thought that would be real good to try and tie in this reloading with it, right? I'm just glad that makes sense. Last week when you kind of got sick of talking and you decided to chop it, I'm glad you did. Because as interesting as the reloading stuff is, I think it would have been too much to have like an hour of reloading and then an hour of 556. So, uh, yeah, cool. Yeah. Been a great series. Why, why would you reload five five six? Why wouldn't you just buy twenty two rimfire? It's pretty much the same thing. <laughs> People wanted Bob back, and that's what happens when you get Bob back. So, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I make fun of tiny little bullets. I, I just do. All right, so now we're going to talk about people who have been around for a while. Some of the segments that have been around that you're interested or that you liked or enjoyed. Um, and with that, we'll dig into, is there anything on the schedule that we can hit today? Or there wasn't a lot on there. I think there's a history thing. But uh, was there any segments or anything that anybody particularly liked? Oh my goodness, there's all kinds of calendar stuff coming. No? Thanks, Daddy. I've always had a good idea, a bad idea, because that always gets some good discussion going, you know? 
Yeah, I think those uh, sometimes I think it's meant to be funny. Oh, thank you. Uh, but um, it ended up, yeah, exactly. Kind of, we would sometimes spin that off into some interesting, uh, yeah, discussion. I guess. <laughs> yeah, we'll call it, we'll call it discussion. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I really like that, especially like good idea, bad idea. You know, tiny little bullet, big bullet, you know. Go on that kick. I like big bullet. Bullet like best with big. Women always tell me they like my big bullet. Uh, they don't like little bullet. Uh, just saying. Alright. This, this big around, but this long. So today's the 29th. And it looks like we have a couple of things happening on the 30th and then happening on the 1st. So, uh, 30th, Browning, invent, or Browning patented his pump shotgun. So, the 1893 takedown model, known as the Winchester 1897. Yeah, one of my favorite shotguns, actually. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree with you. Exposed that, that hammer on the outside. Yeah. Oh, love that look. I love that look on a shotgun, man. You don't get that. That you don't no. get that anymore. There's not too much wrong with that gun. Number one, they look awesome. So you know they're from nineteen or from whatever eighteen ninety seven. Oh wow, appreciate that. Thank you again. Uh, unless that's like somebody demanding a refund, which. So uh, eighteen. I made my order and then canceled it immediately. So. <laughs> that's what I do. They just like. Damn it. It. That's what I was gonna do. Uh, it's an 1897. They're not all that old. A lot of them are from the 19s. But anyway, they're old, so they look awesome. The, the, the weathering and the just, there's no way that gun that you're going to find affordable isn't going to look awesome. Just look the way an old shotgun should. But it's a slam fire and it's a breakdown. And you can get yeah. them in 12 easily. So, uh, yeah, just one of the coolest. If you got to get a stupid shotgun, then get a Browning. One of my, my favorite guilty pleasures is watching the, uh, the remake of The Mummy. When the dude like throws his bag on the table and he just starts oh. loading up all his stuff and he's got that shotgun, the breakdown, and he puts it, you know, puts it in sideways, ninety degrees, and turns it, and you're like, "Yes, that's <laughs> not a great movie, but that scene's very good." That's a pretty, it's a fun movie to watch. Oh, it's fun, it's like fun. <laughs> but that's the thing, you pick up like an old cowboy gun, not a replica. I mean, replicas are fine. Replicas feel different because they don't have that age. They don't have like the rounded corners and stuff. So find a real one at a store, and they'll let you pick it up and then fiddle with it. You know, operate it. There's something about a hundred-year-old metal. I mean, it was made a hundred years ago, so it's just different metal than we have today. And then it's existed for a hundred years with these parts interacting with each other. So something about holding one of these Browning shotguns is just—it's a—it's an event, right? It's a—it's more than just uh, picking up a, an 870 or picking up a winch uh, a Mossberg. And you know, debating which one is lighter, or you know, which one you like the trigger better. It's like an experience, you know. It's like shooting a, a large rifle, or you know, shooting. <laughs> well, I, I guess I'm trying to say like just the feel of it. There's just like you know, I guess I was gonna say between like driving a, a fast race car and then just like a, you know, a big family sedan. Like they feel different when you drive them. Uh, it's just gonna feel different to hold up a Browning, an old Browning. They're just denser and the wood is i don't know it's just there's less wood you know they don't the new guns have a big fat grip on them for whatever reason and uh they just didn't do that stuff back in the day and it's just that little subtle stuff that makes 
you know, holding an old one. Pretty cool. Anyway, so that's, uh, did I say what year? 1897. It was actually 1890 that it was patented. So Browning patented the shotgun, um, sold it, and then uh, to Martin, to Winchester, and it was eventually called the uh, 1893. And then the 1897 is the takedown version. Uh, June 30th also. So tomorrow is the Federal Firearms Act, the anniversary of that. Um, so we had the 1934. Um, uh, the... the NFA, the National Firearms Act, was 1934. And just to make it ultra confusing, you have a FFA, the Federal Firearms Act, in 1938. But you think of FFA, think of FFL. The, F the Federal Firearms Act, the FFA, created the FFLs, the licensing and uh, whatever on manufacturers and importers and sellers. So uh, that's been happening since just four years after the first federal firearms legislation 1934 and we don't really talk about it too much but it's a pretty major one and I think it's important to talk about those one so that we know how many infringements we have right and number two who knows where there's an angle you know maybe if we can chip at that one then FFLs don't need to exist that means you don't need to uh, serialize man you know guns that are manufactured and what kind of implications might that have so um, those who you know ignore history and all that so let's not ignore it and then last, we have one for July 1st, is um, I guess an anniversary, much like uh, our 600th show. It's uh, the, oh, it's 1972, so what would that be? 40-something years. Uh, July 1st, 1972, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms was created. So, okay. I think Ghost just had a video come out about the... A witty saying yeah. with that. Yeah, I did a, a little recap update of how many comments were were on the uh, the latest comment period and and all that stuff. And yeah, it's, it's out there. I liked your thumbnail though. Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms should be a convenience store. Yeah, I saw I saw that on a patch at Shot Show, as a matter of fact, and um, I remembered it, and I was like, oh, I gotta use that. All right, so we talked about uh, segments. You guys talked about some. Let's see if anybody in the watching out there has brought up any. Uh, no, thanks so for the encouragement, and thanks to the people that did buy some stuff tonight. Encouragement. Nobody's talking, man. I'm right out there, and then. Uh, all right, so anyway, that was our day's uh, history stuff. I guess I could click on this link, though, now that I know how to work it, and we'll see if there's anything. We found a much better history site. Uh, Dead Horse gave us a military history site. So what are we on? The 29th, I guess? And then we scroll down. So uh, 1502, Columbus arrived at San Santiago Domingo and his fourth voyage to the New World. So 1502 is his fourth voyage. 1541, the Spanish first crossed the Arkansas River. So, 1541, they first started bugging the engines around your neck of the woods. I'm assuming. Yeah, it's that's interesting. I didn't realize it was that long ago. Wow, that's interesting. Hmm. Uh, I can 100 years before. 
says Coronado continued to explore the southwest. He left New Mexico, crossed Texas, Oklahoma, and East Kansas. So, headed your way. I didn't know he went that far either. I thought he went to California and Arizona and went back. Left a bunch of diseases and left. <laughs> right. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah, actually, that's not that far yeah. wrong. <laughs> um, 1835, I thought, was a pretty important date. I was going to say, Massachusetts declared itself an independent commonwealth. So, 1652, Massachusetts started saying, uh-uh. Which one? 1804? No. 1835. Thank you very much. 1835. Determined to win independence for the Mexican state of Texas. Travis raises a volunteer army of 25 soldiers and prepares to liberate the city of Anioc. This, this lawyer just raised an army and was like, "We're going to liberate this territory." Right? You know why? Uh, you know why? How Travis ended up in Texas? It says here, but I'm sure you guys know more than this paragraph is going to tell me. Yeah. His um, <clears throat> his wife basically screwed around on him. She was pregnant with another man's baby, and to for fear of being disgraced or whatever, he packed up in the middle of the night and went to Texas. Oh, so there you go. Well, that's probably why a lot of men are in Texas. It's th This says, born in South Carolina, raised in Alabama, Travis moved to Mexican-controlled Texas in 1831 at the age of 22. Doesn't say why. He says he established a legal practice in Antioch, a small frontier town about 40 miles east of Houston. East of Houston? Is that even Texas? Uh, from the start, Travis disliked Mexicans personally and resented Mexican rule in Texas politically. So in 1832, he clashed with the local Mexican officials and was jailed for a month. When he released, the growing Texan independence movement hailed him as a hero, strengthening his resolve to break away from Mexico by whatever means necessary. Oh, I should have said, by whatever means necessary. Early in 35, 1835, the Mexican president, somebody or another, of Santa Ana, overthrew the Republican government and proclaimed himself dictator. Rightly fearing some Texans would rebel, Santa Ana quickly moved to reinforce Mexican control and dispatched troops to Antioch, among other areas. Accustomed to enjoying a large degree of autonomy, some Texans resented the presence of Santa Ana's troops and turned to Travis for leadership. In this day in 1835, Travis raised a company of 25 volunteers. The next day, the small army easily captured Captain Summary and other, the leader of Santa Ana's forces, and forced the troops to surrender. More radical Texans again proclaimed Travis a hero, but others condemned him for trying to start a war, I guess, and maintained that Santa Ana would be dealt with short of a revolution. By the fall of 1835, however, the conflict had become inevitable. Texans prepared to fight for a war of independence. As soon as the rebels had formed an army, Travis was made lieutenant colonel in command of the regular troops at San Antonio. In 1836, he joined forces with Bowie, Army of Volunteers, and the Alamo. So the following day, 4,000 of his men laid or Santa Ana laid 4,000 of his men siege to the Alamo. With less than 200 soldiers, Travis and Bowie were able to hold off the Mexicans for 13 days. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's amazing. That just with 25 men, he uh, did well. That. Um, I don't know. You, you, yeah, so with 25 yeah, men, against, they did work against, like against those forces. Yes, um, 25 men in this day in what 1835. Yeah. Let's talk about how many men are we going to need 
how many men and women are we going to need in 2018 to do pussy work on the fucking internet, right? That's all we really need to do. These guys had to lay down their lives yeah. for real independence, and we just yeah. need men what they died for. So, yeah. uh, five men literally started a revolution. Literally, right. it takes five to, and to 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 you know to encourage twenty five, and those twenty five can get work done. So, uh, well, I know isn't that the way that the, that the, way the American? That's the way the American Revolution started, right? It was well, less than ten percent. The Arizona Citizens Defense League started with four dudes that I know at a um, at a uh, Waffle House, and uh, hey, let's get this done already because Arizona should be freer than this. And now they have however many three thousand, six thousand members, I forget, and they've you know got constitutional carry here in Arizona, which was used as a model in other states. So uh, they also have chapters all over the world. Actually, they have it in Canada in uh, Mexico, uh, I think it's somewhere in South America as well. I mean, the Arizona Citizens Defense League, that Citizens Defense League has oh. become more than just what it started as. Sure. Okay, well, got to get political 600 episode. That's why we're better than other shows. Uh, 18 or 63, Lee ordered his forces to concentrate in Gettysburg. I don't know why that's in here. There's all kinds of stuff in here. Is the stuff in bold, I guess, more relevant? President Truman approved a plan today to invade Japan. That was in 1945. Was that the plan to use atomic bombs or just the general plan to invade Japan? Do you know? It says it here, the plan called for 5 million troops, mostly Americans. Uh, some town I can't pronounce is to be invaded on November 1st with some 13 divisions. Uh, and some other town to be invaded on March 1st with 23 divisions, including U.S. forces from the 1st Army of Europe. Yeah, that, that would have been um, without the atomic bomb. Yeah, I think this is like that would have been. I mean, it would have been literally. This was the initial plan, then. Yeah, because I mean, the the Japanese were training their women and children to attack with bamboo spears. I mean, it would have been just the the. So a division is between ten and twenty thousand dudes, and they were going to send like. 13 divisions into one town and 23 divisions into the other town. So 400,000 troops, half a million. <laughs> they were not fucking around. They were about to, yeah. they were going to flip Tokyo over or flip Japan over by all standing on one side of their island. Basically, you know, I mean, it, 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 yeah, it, it, as much as people like deplore it, I mean, the nuclear weapons, uh, the atomic bombs saved lives. I mean, they really did. In one night of just regular bombing on Tokyo, they killed 80,000 people from a firestorm. I mean, and that was just regular bombs. They, they killed less people with the nukes um, per bomb. They saved lives. It really did. I mean, as much as people like... Nobody's contesting that. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. Uh, well, people do. People well, do. Not this chat, so yeah, well, not on this chat, but yeah, I I just wanted to 
So mm -hmm. that's another thing that's cool about this site, and we'll probably just start linking. It's called the Day in U.S. Mil Mil Hist. So it's kind of like an abbreviation of this day in military history. We'll start linking to it on the show description, though, because this is an excellent site. Thanks again, Dead Horse. It has at the bottom of the extensive, it goes back a long ways, and there was this whole time I've been scrolling through interesting stuff. It's all military-related and uh, awesome, awesome thing to check out on a daily or whenever you have a chance to check it out. At the bottom of that list, they offer the names and then the, the acts um, for the people that were awarded a constitution or a Congressional Medal of Honor uh, on this day. And just like the last time we looked, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight dudes, eight people uh, did something that today they were awarded a Congressional Medal of Honor, highest thing we can offer. And uh, yeah, that's, that's sobering when you think about it, that that many people today, we didn't do nothing. But we can get out there and do something. Uh, I'm going to leave it at that because I'm sick of preaching to everybody. It's been awesome 600 episodes. Like I say, we got plenty more. Uh, the people that ring that bell are financially keeping us going. That gives us time to do the different things that need to get done. Uh, we've got a lot of things we're shuffling, but hopefully it's uh, worthwhile to everybody that's uh, following along. I don't know what else we want to say. Well, I just want to thank everybody for watching all the shows up until now. And uh... Hopefully, in the future, I'll be able to make more, um, be back on the show if she puts up with me. So, <laughs> you want to, uh, you want to give away some patches? Please, let's do that. How do you want to do it? Uh, I don't know. Probably come up with a question. Yeah. So, back in the yeah, day, I'll, I'll, I'll throw one of mine into that pack, also, the package also. Wait. Uh, back in the day, we would do the uh, tactical pop quiz, and I don't have to remember how we even did that. What we'd do, just a randomly noise would come up, and then we would have a quiz. For the longest time, Dano took care of it, so mm -hmm. I have to kind of think for a minute how the heck he did it. Well, uh, now that we have Bob, Bob can yell at the winner, so we might as well do it. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So um, I'm, of course, clicking on something else over here, so eventually I'll find what I'm trying to click on. And then I'll click this. Um, all right, so I guess, um, does anybody have a question? Uh, yeah, I can throw one out there. We're talking about a, just a gun question. Probably, hopefully not too terribly difficult. Okay, so then uh, we're going to take the answer on the gun channel side, of course, because we're super biased for gun channels and gun tubes, except we're not playing it on gun tube tonight. Um, but, uh, if you're watching on the gun channel side, or I mean on the YouTube side, you know, get right, get over on gun channels and then you can, uh, get in on this. And, um, I was just going to remind people that right now the, uh, chat on the daily gun show page there, any of the chats on the pages themselves, that code is old. So we left it there so that there's still a chat, but the decision was run the new thing that they had, which is horrible trust me i don't know who saw it when we were playing with it that couple of hours that we had it on it was horrible it sort of made private messages in the chat room the same so i don't know what they're doing but uh anyway the new the new code that would let it auto refresh uh is bad so it's a, it's a horrible interface so i chose to leave the old interface that we're all used to but the problem is because it's old code 
it means the page won't refresh automatically. So every once in a while, you got to go up and hit refresh on your browser if you're just going to use the text chat that's on the main channel page. But if you go down to the bottom where the buddy list is or whatever you want to call the, the list of users and it's got the chat rooms down there, uh, that chat room will always catch up with you after one refresh. So if you go to a new channel on Gun Channels, just hit refresh once, and then it'll the the channel that or the excuse me the chat room that pops up from that bottom bar will or should be the channel the chat room for the room that you're in, and that one will automatically update. That one the code is up to date and it's it's scrolling through. Uh, I just went through all that because if people are going to be competing for a prize here, I don't want them to be putting it in the wrong spot and. Not realizing that other entities are coming up that they might not realize, and hopefully that gave people enough time with the lag and everything to get over to gun channels and do their thing. You know what time that is? What sounds that means? You guys remember it better than I do. I think it was, you know, is that, you know, what that sounds means it's time for the tactical pop quiz. Something about cracking the knuckles and break out the keyboards. That's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah. Something, yeah. something along those lines. So here we go. This is uh, the 600th show. Uh, this is going to be um, first one, first correct answer on the gun channel side. We'll get this. And uh, the question is who is credited? For inventing the very first rimfire cartridge. I feel like Angry should be winning this one. Hank can't because he's in here. I'll repeat the yeah, question. I, this one too. I will repeat the question. Who is credited for inventing the first rimfire cartridge? Not Colt, not Ruger. Brownie didn't waste his time on rimfire. You got it. Wait to center fire. Angelina got it. Angelina, Angelina got it. Oh, this is rigged. Completely rigged. <laughs> <laughs> no Angelina got it. The answer is Flobert. Louis uh, Nicholas Flobert, actually. Or Flaubert, maybe, considering he was French. Yeah. Probably Flaubert. Flaubert. Bruce Flaubert. gave the full answer, though. Bruce has a better answer because it starts with Frenchman. <laughs> oh, so he, yeah. copied, he copied and pasted it from the I internet. Still say Angelina got it. Come on. She didn't say which Flaubert. No, no, she didn't. Maybe she was talking about a hair dryer. What do we uh, know? That's true. <laughs> or maybe the little uh, guy with the big nose that jumps around on the boxes. No, wait, that's Cubert. Never mind. Yeah, that's Cubert. I was going to say, quit making fun of Bob. He doesn't have that big of a nose. Well, there you go, Bob. Well, I guess Angelina's getting the patches. Have you guys already sent her patches before? Well, All right, that little stumpy Marine's being mouthy again, isn't he? There's, uh, yeah, I'm, 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 it's past my bedtime, so I'm cranky. I suspect Angelina already has a Gun Channels patch. I don't know if she's got Still uh, stumpy. Guys are okay. Well, do we want to? We can do another one and give away the Gun Channels to somebody else. Yeah, I say let's do another one. Somebody else come up with this one, though. Go ahead. Plus, plus, we don't want girls winning our contest. Somebody else jump in. <laughs> oh, by the way, Angelina's Angelina is a girl? I never knew that. 
Oh, I know. So, well, she's from California. I just thought she was like one of those. Oh, by the way, if you, if you win, I need your I need your address. Same here, Angelina. I'll send I'll send you an email tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know if I'd give those guys my address, Angelina, or Angie, uh, Angie, Angelo. What? Whatever. Did are you having another stroke, Bob? He's definitely digging himself a hole. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. I'm I'm gonna meet her, and she's gonna pound me into the ground. So somebody else got a uh, <laughs> else got a question. Yeah, at least this time you won't break a rib. I'm gonna go back to our notes, and I'm gonna go oh, over to the page that we have here. That's called. Um, I don't know where Dan has it. Somewhere in here he's got a thing called Tactical Quiz. And then I'm going to go find the first question that's listed in here. There you go. And we'll see what happens. Oh, that's the wrong one. So we'll still keep looking for it. Tactical Pop Quiz. There we go. So Dano has accumulated something like 261 trivia questions in here. Nice. A lot of them with the help of um, Angry for sure, Pink, uh, Pondery. Uh, That's it. Two hundred and sixty-one. How many gun of the days are there? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so the first one in here is. This is not going to be easy. So you're going to be able to make an open book, I suppose. But it is just for the uh, gun channel side, of course, because again, our preference for that side. Um, who supplied the gold AK for the movie Lord of War? There was a movie called Lord of War and there was a gold AK in it and someone supplied that and I guess that's widely known. Who is that? You'll have to know the name of the company. And that is easily found. So, uh, I don't know. Is anybody watching? Oh, I guess I should tell you guys what it is. Yeah, but I don't know what the answer I don't know. Tell us the answer, though, G. If only there was a website that you could ask a question, they'd give you answers. There you go. Oh. So, um, that's a good one. That's an old one. It is uh, not JR's Custom AK. Not Century Arms. Nope. Hello? Lord of War. Saddam Hussein? There it is. Rooster He's probably pecking at that with his beak. So. <laughs> right. And yet he still built, beat all the people with fingers. Oh. All right. Same thing, Roosted. Uh, shoot me a. I need an address. So. Well, I may not need an address from Roosted, do I? I don't know. I don't know if I have it or not. You know what? Let's see if our old fashioned uh, website still has the. It should still have the uh, thing. Oh, no, it doesn't. Hold on. Oh, yeah, it does. Okay, we've got the thing here, so go ahead and fill it out. Go ahead and pick a patch off of the panel there, too. There's a chance that it's an old picture and it won't be there anymore, but for the most part, they're, uh, most of them are still there. So when I get the... Um, no patches, they're all gone. 
I'll forward the address off to Clover and Ghost, who both generally, generously offered to uh, supplement tonight's tactical pop quiz. Actually, they instigated it. I would have totally blown it off. So thanks, guys, for reviving that. Yeah. Yeah. That's something that I desperately want to do. If you go back, if it was possible anymore, because remember, I had to take all my videos down, and Matt has already deleted all his videos. I have not deleted mine because it's tough to push a delete button on 4,500 videos that I've been making for the last eight years. But uh, at some point, I probably will because I'd rather have a channel, right? But uh, Matt's already deleted all his videos. Matt was the only other one in 2011 or whatever it was to start doing live stuff. We literally were the first two to start doing it. And uh, when we were still playing around with it, coming from the days of Quick, which was the first live streaming that we ever did, and then Blog TV, which was the next one that came along. Uh, Hosh remembers all these days. We, I think Hosh was in the game show, actually. Hosh is in the game show. We, uh, What I'm getting to is we did a game show, and we did three episodes of it, and this was in 2011 or 12. I was the first winner. I for, beat D.B. D.B. Cooper. D.B. Cooper. It was, Matt was my Vanna White. And, yep. yeah, and it was, it was pretty cool. And it took me all afternoon to all day, really, to set it up. And we, it was like a half an hour long, and... It was one of those things that was before its time, I guess, and we just didn't continue. It wasn't worth, you know, putting the time and effort into it after three episodes. But, um, you know, it's always been uh, something that I've wanted to pursue. So I've got the, the thing ready, and it's, it, you know, got the interest in it. So if anybody is interested in helping out with that, um, are certainly interested in somebody who might want to help uh, make the tactical pop quiz a weekly thing, ideally, or uh, Know, monthly if necessary but i'd really like to make it a weekly thing maybe we can uh stick it on saturdays where we have sort of a still a dead spot in the schedule uh or sunday well sunday's getting pretty full so maybe saturday after some of the live stuff or maybe between rick and the live stuff but anyway i've just thrown that out there thanks for you guys uh ghost and clover for bringing the tactical quiz back for our 600 show yeah oh, thanks for uh doing what you do bro you say something about Got roosted and Angelina, Bob. Let them have it. Nope, 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 nope. I'm not saying nothing. Angelina's out there. I'm not going to say a word. Oh, come on. <laughs> this is for old times' sake. Come on. No, I was going to say, I really like the Tactic Gun Show, but I am not going to be the Vanna uh, White. I think we know who the Vanna White should be. No, I think people are waiting for someone to acknowledge who the winner of the thing was. It was roosted. Oh right! Oh 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 yeah! Oh yeah! Completely, yeah. guys. I was one job. It's only five hundred and eightieth show. See, this, you know. this is why I don't work on the show anymore. I mean, I'm just like too out of it nowadays. Bob's um, too old. He's too old. He's retiring. Yeah, I think roosted. I think I think what they're trying to say is that makes you the tactical shot of the day. There it is. Yeah. Welcome wow. back. It's been a while. It has yeah, you should record. You should just record that and just put it on a soundboard so you don't have to do it every night. Yeah, right, boss. Yeah, but I think that gave me a hernia. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that didn't even hurt that bad. Usually, they hurt way worse than that. Man, we're getting a thunderstorm here, so just starting to. Rain's just starting to hit. 
I didn't know that Woody Woodpecker was on the show tonight. Listen, dude, you get me together, go to a bar, have a few beers. Yeah, you'll hear that a lot. <laughs> so now we're going to exit it, but again, this whole show is to get the internet up or, you know, get conversation about guns up off the internet and into real life. So I'm going to go left to right and tell us everybody in this room who you've met, because pretty much all of us are six degrees of bacon, right? Bob, the number, maybe maybe with Marco, Bob's met more people on gun channels in real life than it's Bob and Marco are the tie for that one, I think. Yeah. Oh, I, I, you know, I'm mean, thing is I can hardly remember. It's been a whirlwind. Last couple of years, since I started talking to everybody on the internet, I mean, I got to meet. You know, the thing is, I've never got to meet the guys that that I've had the, you know, the the grief with, like Dano, um, people like that. It's just, but you know, never got to get meet anybody I had any grievance with. Never got to. Take out well, any aggressions on anybody that had any internet. I remember a Sharpie war, well, just saying. Well, I remember Hosh, a broken uh, wrist. Uh, yeah, but Hosh was never a, it wasn't a grievance. <laughs> it was just like, a, you know, no, you're wrong, and I'm right, and you're wrong, and oh, please. And Bob's excuse. No, I still kick. think it was, I, yeah, and I still say, if we'd been on a beach where I could have actually threw you, I mean, I'm just not going to throw you on asphalt, even though you knocked me down on asphalt because you're an ass. But never mind. Yeah, I don't think he you, touched you. You got me on I that one. You, I, I think you just kind of fell over. Oh, please. I I could have I could have broke his knee in the first two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> broke his knee. <clears throat> okay. So, Bob, who? I, I, touched, I touched your knee with my foot and went, eh. And that should have been the end of it, right? Because at that point in real life, you would have been laying down going, ah! Bob, Bob, put the beer down. Answer the question. Put so, the beer down Bob and focus. Has, Bob has met Dead Horse. He has met Hosh. Dead Horse, I've met Hosh. I've, I've met. Oh, crap. I don't even remember. Uh, honest to God, I really don't. There's too many people. <laughs> in this room, though, you've met Hosh, Dead Horse. And you, yeah. yeah. All right. So then, Clover. Uh, you, Ghost, Gizzard, Night Strike, and Pink. So hopefully, well, I met Pink. I met Pink too. And that's why we included him in your list. And hopefully, somebody's keeping track of who's winning. Did who won there? Bob or Clover? Oh, I don't know. Clover. Uh, Clover won. So now, Dead Horse, you got the. You're the. In this room, only Bob. Yeah. So uh, that might change. You're going to be doing some road trips, and people, if you haven't been to Salt Lake City, number one, it is a, pl a very cool place to visit. It is a beautiful area. It's just a neat place, and uh, you've got lots of gun stuff up there. Number one thing being the Browning Museum. So we talked about that a little earlier. I think that is on this channel, so that is available to go back and watch. 
with the help of GunStreamer and YouTube and GunTube.org, the better of the three, uh, I'll be moving all the daily gun shows over eventually, and we'll be putting up the audios, you know, at some point on on iTunes. Obviously, that's not number one priority or nothing, but uh, one of our goals will be to get Jimmy on board as a full-time person over at Gun Channels, and uh, whenever that happens, that would I imagine free up some time that we could do projects like that. So that would be our goal is to get all the shows accumulated into one place. But until uh, then, I think you can get those shows uh, on this one, the the Daily Gun Show channel. I think Nice Trek just had a heart attack when he heard 600 episodes are going to be uploaded to GunTube. Oh, <laughs> oh no, no. Not until he's got more than $33 coming in on Patreon each month. Let's not forget about people that are putting in the real work and don't have businesses behind him. Uh, but anyway, so Dead Horse... Uh, Maybe we'll see. And then, then I guess, like, say, people visit. You don't live in Salt Lake City, but you can get there. And uh, that's what, well, keep on. So, Ghost, I'm in. Yeah. No, I, I've actually, I, I want to, before you go on, uh, I want to say I've been in Salt Lake City, and truly, it is a great place to visit. I mean, right next to the Brown Museum, there's a great train museum, if you're into that. Um, and, and the Browning Museum has all kinds. It's not just guns. There's all kinds of other stuff there, so for sure. Go to the Air Museum? Did you go to the Air Museum and that Air Force Base? It's between the city and the Browning Museum? No, I, ne I never got there. Because there's, there's that one, too. And, well, yeah. there's probably a lot more dead or something. Actually, next time I go down, I'm going to spend a lot more time there. Okay, Ghost. Can Ghost go now? Do I have to go? No. I, I think my thing was closed because I've met you and gary and night strike and pink and obviously clover so i think clover and i have probably met the same people okay well that's still a lot of people and then we got gary and okay. i've met you and clover and ghost and night strike and pink didn't get down there yeah so then we got Osh. we got an interesting mix yeah so i've met you i met bob i've met Marco, I've met Girk. Um, I've met Darren Day, who is a watcher. I don't know if he's still watching. And then there was another uh, Gun Channels guy. He moved to Arizona, I believe, or Michigan or something like that. Guy 45. When we Say it were, again? When me and you and Smeggy and him and everybody went to lunch? No. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So then that was uh, um, Guy 45. Guy. Yes, Guy. So I met Guy. Um, are, are we talking about this in general or just in this room? Because we met over 30 people in, in Tulsa by itself. Yeah, he's plus he's, shot show. Pulling it, Bob. In this yeah, room, I'm, I'm, it's I'm, I'm opening it up. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, my bad. I think Bob and me. Uh, in this room, Bob and you. Yeah. It, and me. Oh, yeah, pink for sure. Uh, so then, Night Strike. Uh, I've met uh, G-Webs, Clover, Ghost, and Gizzard Gary in this yeah. room. Then Pink, you're probably, like say, you're up there too with meeting people. You've been out, probably been to more locations than any of us except Marco. Yeah. So it'd be Bob, Clover, you, Ghost, Osh. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm at five with Ghost and uh, Clover. And that's interesting because you didn't go to Tulsa, so you got year five in a whole different number of in different places. 
right? And then, like, we've met multiple times, so that's kind of neat too. Some of us, if we started counting number of encounters, it would go up a bit, quite a bit, actually. Yep. And then me and Russ met up. So, have you met anybody else yet? Uh, Jimmy, but he doesn't know about it. <laughs> and uh, the too, <laughs> right? Yeah, I guess so. And then, uh, yeah, I guess you weren't, uh, or you were probably. Uh, hanging out or whatever when Bob was down here before. Oh, yeah. I, I think I've actually run into Bob over in Tucson Guns. So. Oh, okay. okay. Awkward and creepy, but whatever. That happens. When... <laughs> well, he just remembers an old guy with no shirt on. So. <laughs> Wearing a Canadian flag or something. I wear my shirt when I go in stores and shoes. Just no pants, right, Bob? No pants. I wear pants all the time. But I think that's pretty cool. I mean, there's there's people that are in the industry and they meet with each other over the years, right? And then there's people that uh, go to sports games or whatever, probably meet up or paintball teams. I don't know. Competitive shooters, I'm sure, meet up. But uh, I, I never really knew when we built gun channels however long ago now, going on five years, that you know it would turn into a kind of thing where we got you know not only meeting up, but meeting up in multiple locations over the years i mean if you count shot yeah. show we've been meeting up as gun channels at shot show now for i can't even count uh, i guess the whole time um nra same thing and it's just awesome uh it's you know it doesn't no no single person is gun channels no single little click or group and it evolves over time and in some of these things like big three and like the iraqi vet shoot you know are things that aren't even open to the public and gun channels has been there uh we don't go there and make a big thing about it nobody <laughs> us to be there in fact you guys are putting out all this money on your own for your own reasons and for your own interests and for your own uh play, you know satisfaction of it and i appreciate that it's just really cool it's awesome to be a part of it we're coming up on our fifth year now so uh hopefully we'll do something like this but you know even bigger with everybody uh, maybe we'll start exploring some other options we could have probably done this on GunTube, but it would have been more appropriate than doing on stupid youtube but you know that's where we have the channel for now um, but again, I uh, really appreciate everybody joining in over the years. Bob, thanks for jumping back tonight. We didn't have room. Angelina's out there. Um, like I say, I knew uh, Smeggy was, had plans for this weekend and Dano's working. But uh, it's kind of cool getting everybody back together as much as we can. And it is a big family, so uh, we don't know everybody who's out there. But you are, uh, if you're helping us, if you're helping me and Ghost and, and Clover and Nightstrike and the others who have Patreons, you're literally making this stuff. You're keeping the lights on, keeping people motivated to keep doing it, and uh, can't say I appreciate it enough. I'm done. I've talked a lot. If anybody wants to say anything, feel free. Take yeah, well, it we appreciate you. Appreciate what you're doing here. Um, believe in what you're doing. You give all of us bums a place to go. You know, you give us a little home. And to all the bums on the board, love all you guys. Uh, keep it up. I, I I like the fact that it 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 truly has become a family. I mean, you know, everybody bandies about that word. Oh, this is a family. This is a family. But I mean, this really is a gun community family, where you know we're friends. Honest to God, you meet somebody that you've talked to online, which sounds creepy, <laughs> and then you go, oh crap, they're just like the people I talk to because Ooh, they are. Yeah. Duh. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But, but it is—it's a great family. When you meet people like from Gun Channels, right? It's like family you got to pick. 
because you've already figured out, you know, you've, you, they, they're interesting to talk to and you've got things in common. You, you know, you talk all night or you talk, you know, during your shows a lot or whatever in the before and after chats. So, you know, you pretty much have a pretty good idea what these people are all about. So unlike going to like a family reunion where you kind of kind of bite your cheek every once in a while and talk to Aunt Strange or whatever, or uh, Cousin Doofus, right? These are, it's like a whole different thing. It's like meeting up with uh, old friends, even though you've never actually met your shaking hands for the first time. It's really a neat experience. And like Bob said, I'm sure when we describe it to people or people, you know, don't understand, then yeah, they're going to think it's a little weird, I guess, on the surface, but it is kind of neat. And uh, it's something about the internet and that's one of the reasons i think there's uh so much potential in what we got here there's so much ability to get real information across i'll quit pitching this i was going to show sorry whoever wants to go next go next um i was going to say that uh trigger cons coming up if there's any gun channels members up in that area i know marco and two hottie would appreciate the uh meetup Uh, as far, I, I as far as like the, to, oh, go ahead, go ahead, Hosh. I would just like to thank the Academy. You know, we spent a lot of time. It took a long time to get this thing together. I'd like Shut to thank fucking liberal. <laughs> anyway, I've had a great time meeting everybody that I've actually met in person, but have a blast talking to all of you and all this fun stuff. So, um, yeah, looking for more forward to more years as always, keeping it going in whatever form that it exists in. Because this group is probably going to stick together and, and keep moving together, which is nice. It's always nice to be able to talk to you and be able to hop on just about any time and be able to talk to friends. I think that's the, the coolest part about it. So thanks for all that. I'm going to break my rule and keep saying thanks to you, too, because your uh, whole Camarito uh, Crash Course thing has brought a whole other element to the gun channels. I mean, we know people who have now gone out and pursued it and got their licenses. But like you say, we're going to stick together with Young Gun Tube, right? Night Strike's looking forward got a place where we can chat that isn't dependent on youtube as youtube crumbles and fails you know it'll it'll go away and the other people will try to come up with solutions but we'll stick together and if the internet falls apart you know if al gore can't keep it running um hosh is out there looking forward even further at other alternate ways of using uh devices with radio waves <laughs> yeah we'll be mesh netting we'll be mesh networking we'll have to get our own little internet mesh devices to be able to talk to each other in the future but seriously we're kidding but i can remember even just when i was looking at M radio more and more densely when i was getting my uh license which it was uh instigated by watching people on, on youtube and showing how easy it was usner doc and the others and uh you know, once I started looking into it, just back then, how crude uh, tech or what do you want to call it, like internet, like modems over ham were kind of crude and they're not anymore. Just watching some of the stuff that you've done, it's impressive. So, yeah, we'll yeah, still be connected and, and like minded people still be connecting each other, even if they get worse than restricting YouTube. Right. When they could yeah, we, we all exist in, in little Venn diagrams that we overlap in different spaces. I, I run into people all the time in videos that don't have anything to do with guns. Um, but, you know, we're still a community in, in a lot of different ways. And those Venn, di Venn diagrams kind of exist for a reason. And we should just kind of talk about all those things and include them in our normal discussions, which we do here. So another good outlet for those things. So, again, thank you for that opportunity. And um, thank you for everybody that continues to watch. That's the big part of it is having people watching. Yeah, I used to have my license when I was a kid. And you've got me pulling the radio gear back out of the closet. So, well, it's too true. I, mean, I enjoy spending other people's money, man. That's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> you, 
communication. I mean, that, that that's the thing that keeps us solvent, right? Is being able to communicate with each other. To know that we're not an isolated, you know, because they want to isolate us. You are 100% right, Bob. And that's one thing I like about gun channels is because where else can a bunch of like-minded individuals, not always like-minded, right? But, uh, but you know, a lot of things in common because, you know, at least we're all firearm enthusiasts. Where else can I, we all get together, um, chat live, whether it's via the text chat or, or hopping in a hangout in an open lobby on a show, um, participating, um, learning other people's points of view from all around the world, literally. I, I've met people on here from uh, Finland, from, you know, Russia, from Korea, from yeah, I mean, just literally all around the world, right? So I just don't know. I can't imagine any other place where I can have just uh, have learned as much and picked as many people's brains and gun channels. Yeah, I mean, I'll even take it a step further. Is, is you know, I was talking about in the beginning. I found gun channels the very first time from doing a search and found the Daily Gun Show. So the Daily Gun Show initially kind of introduced me to gun channels and. You know, the last, you know, mine's coming up on, I looked it up, by the way, and mine's August 6th. So, uh, August 6th will be my, for my year anniversary. But, I mean, Gun Channels has changed my life in so many ways, not just from the YouTube side, but, you know, some of the people that I call my dearest and best friends in the world, I've met through this. So, I mean, you know, without Gun Channels, my life would not be the same as it is right now. So, uh, you know, thank you very much, G, for doing what you do. And we say that all the time to you, but... You know, you probably, you know, showed off, oh, yeah, but we're serious. I mean, you, you created a place for us to, you know, delinquents to hang out. So uh, thank you for all that you do. Thanks. That's, that's nice not to have to sneak out behind the gym anymore. It's lovely. <laughs> right. <laughs> Clover, you're just something else. Well, plus another good uh, tool that we use that for is to keep each other informed on state issues. Um, I mean, we've used it for, what was it? Um, the rallies? Yeah, the rallies. Elections. Uh, well, just look at the Early Watch Nation. I mean, how, how far I was, that? I was trying to think of that name, Early Watch Nation. <laughs> Yeah, we've pretty much taken a lead in keeping people informed on two A stuff. topics. Yeah, and uh, I think that's pretty cool. How we kind of thought we were in the background, but now we're jumping out and taking the lead on some things. And with all the ways that they're trying to shut our voice down, it's always good to have gun-friendly platform to get that message out. Yeah. I also I, I also appreciate, because it's fairly recent in my, you know, quote-unquote career in YouTube, but the gun channel's support staff and family, you know, just look at the influx of creators that has popped up, in the, even in the last six months. And that's all because of the support that everyone gets on gun channels. I mean, I think you ask anyone that's started in the last six months to a year and gun channels is a vital part of, of their channels creation. 
I like the real-time help on gun channels, unlike uh, other sources like forums and stuff where not only you might have to wait hours or days for an answer to a, one of your questions, but you also have to interpret their text, right? Whereas on gun channels, um, literally I've watched so many people um, get their questions answered real-time, live, on video. Oh, you have a question about this gun? I have that gun. Let me pull it out put it on video, show you exactly what I'm talking about. And it's just a much better resource and where you could search YouTube for hours to try and find that answer. So uh, gun channels, I mean, I don't know anywhere else, 24 hours a day, you can go and just usually get an answer like instantly live, you know, on video. I mean, <laughs> well, did, didn't you just get that help here recently with your, uh, um, my reloading press from reloading Russ. Press, yeah. I, I sure did. You know, it just so happened that the press I bought, Russ owns like five of them, right? So, like, the guy's an, you know, dare I say, an expert on it. He, uh, I was able, instead of me dinking around for it for the entire day, within like an hour, he was able just to pretty much help me get my press completely set up and working perfectly. I mean, perfectly. My press runs like a champ because of that guy. So, thank you again, Russ, for that. that was, I mean, that was so awesome. <laughs> No, not a problem, man. I was I was happy to do it. Right on. So, uh, family look, looks like uh, Flaff was uh, can be voted number one fan for having his little baby on their six hundred show and on Clover's. Oh, seriously. Yeah, one seven point nine pound baby boy. Awesome. Really? That's awesome. Congratulations. Oh, I mean, Flaff, is he sure it's his? I mean, you'd think it was Flaff's kid. It'd be like 12.8 you know, pounds. That's that's Bob. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. <laughs> Leave it to Bob. Nice, nah, Bob. Stay classy, Bob. <laughs> Get classy. All right. Well, I appreciate all those good words about gun channels and the show. And like I said, it's got our fifth year anniversary coming up. So I'm a little curious for ideas, what we should do. Uh, we'll do all kinds of stuff, ideally. And uh, I don't know if anybody else says anything else. Otherwise, we'll, I think a couple of people had quotes. Does somebody have a quote at least? Yeah, I got a quote. Okay. No one else does. I got one. I've done the last few. I'll let somebody else do one. Yeah, I've done a few, too, so if someone else wants to go in there, I mean, feel free. All right, well, let's not forget that we're our, uh, one of many shows, so I don't know if anybody's going to do something later on tonight, but often on Fridays, it'll either be rocking or dead. I hope tonight it'll be rocking, and uh, we could do something on GunTube and watch a movie, or we could do something on the live thing and just chat it up. Uh, but either way, tomorrow, Travis is doing a show, right? Caliber Corner, good morning. And uh, Rick's life, as I see it, starts in the afternoon, I think, 3 p.m. Eastern. Uh, do we have the normal Saturday lineup tomorrow, then? We should. Should have. Yeah. Our dot starts it off. Well, I guess kind of starts it off with uh, the evening shows, at least, with uh, the clearing the chamber. And then, this week, unloaded. Uh, Sarge will do his show in after that. And then, of course, uh, Smeggy and Moon their giant extravaganza. I think it's their 7,000th show. So that'll be a, an impressive one. 7,000 shows. They were the first show on YouTube. Cool. Uh, anyway, then Sunday oh. stuff happens as well. We'll be back here on Monday, uh, same time, and on gun channels, uh, midnight.
Mondays every second matters as well. Oh, snap. Thanks. All right, cool. We'll do a quote. Somebody's got a quote? Yeah, I'll do one. Just in case there's any anti-gunners out there watching, this is specifically for you. So, food for thought here. Uh, this one comes from Sigmund Freud. A fear of weapons is a sign of retarded sexual and emotional maturity. The guys and gals of GunWebsites.com encourage you to take a CCW class every year, practice at least once a month, and carry every day. Thanks for watching GunWebsites.com. The guys and gals of GunWebsites.